Speed speeds by Sonic the Hedgehog. Wow, that was terrible. <laughs> Welcome to Jake's Review Corner, the ambitious podcast that will one day be the third best movie review podcast on Spotify. Uh, today I am here to welcome my special guest star. Oh my god, I'm going to start this over. It's so bad. Actually, you know what? I'm going to keep it because <laughs> people need to know how raw these podcasts are. They love the bloopers. They love the bloopers. I'm here to welcome my guest onto the show today. Uh, when I point at you, I want you to say your name and how you think a blue hedgehog runs. Ready? Go. Uh, Chase Sumner, very quickly. <laughs> Allison Matson, pretty fast. Uh, I'm the host, Jacob Daniel, and I think he runs Super Sonic. Today we are going to be reviewing the highly anticipated movie of 2020, Sonic the Hedgehog. And if this movie doesn't win an Emmy, I'm going to be pretty (laughs) upset. Did I say Emmy? Yeah. If this movie doesn't win a Grammy... Best original score right there. Best original score, Sonic the Hedgehog. Now, if this movie doesn't win an Oscar, I'm going to be pretty upset. Were you you like a Sonic the Hedgehog fan growing up? Yeah, maybe not as much of like... I just like to play the games. I didn't like have any comics or anything. I watched the TV show and... Then you're going to love my super sonic backstory. Oh, Real quick, I want to let my uh, guest stars introduce themselves. Uh, Chase, this is your second time on the show. You could be a uh, Review Corner All-Star by the time I this know. series is over with. <laughs> and uh, Allison has never been on the show. She's kind of like my assistant, so uh, speak up, Allison. Hi, I'm Allison. And what did you do this morning for us, Allison? I brought them coffee. Yep, she's and she's not she's not getting paid. <laughs> so, it's for exposure. This is like a real, you know, this is like a real job for you. And yeah. I gotta say, um, my coffee didn't have any sugar in it, so... <laughs> I put it, I put it in, I ordered it. I'm not giving you any extra credit. I hope no company ever hires you. I apologize. That's on me. I should have checked. And um, I think I said Starbucks. And where'd you get this from? Where'd you get this from? <laughs> No, speak Dunkin', up. Dunkin no, Dunkin' Donuts, and I'll say with my chest. Speak your truth. I love did you, Dunkin' Donuts. Did you think this was a good idea? Yes. Well, great. You know, you're a woman, and I believe, <laughs> that, <laughs> I believe that you have the right to choose Dunkin' when I don't pay for it, and you surprise me. So thank you, Allison. You're still fired. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, we're doing Sonic the Hedgehog today. Uh, fun fact, I was... Okay, well, actually, I gotta stop saying fun fact. I got a... Um, <laughs> Instagram DM from one of my buddies who listens to the show and was like, you have got to stop saying fun fact. So a spectacular, random factoid. (laughs) factoid. Dude, I was a hardcore Sonic the Hedgehog kid growing up. Like, I don't know what it was about Sonic, but like, you know how like you knew those weird kids who were in the Pokemon and you're like, dude, I could never be hanging out with those kids. Yeah, I was a Sonic Sonic the Hedgehog kid. We owned a Genesis growing up. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you get the Genesis, you get Sonic the Hedgehog 2. And my cousin, my dad were playing it one day. And I just, I was hooked on that character immediately. I wanted the toys. I wanted the comic books. I watched the TV shows. I had the original Sonic the Hedgehog, like, animated movie on DVD. Mm -hmm. Um, I was definitely a hardcore Sonic kid until it became socially not acceptable anymore which was like forever yeah 
But right at, I think, 11 years old, it was like, okay, time to shut up. I remember in, like, second grade, I had this Sonic the Hedgehog t-shirt, and it just had Sonic in four different, like, positions, like, in squares. Sonic doing a handstand! Sonic doing a split! Sonic on one hand, Sonic running. Sonic's just doing, like, a sexy pose, like, hand on the mouth, hand on the butt, like, whoo, gotta go fast! It's like a centerfold of Sonic. (laughs) I would try to wear every single day And let me guess, you got it from Kohl's. I have no clue. Probably got it from the Walmart and LJ, but like, I would try to wear it every day, and it got so stinky that my mom threw it in the trash. Dude, what is it about like Walmart and Target having like significantly more like video game merch as we get older? But like when you were younger, you couldn't Not, find anything other than the game. It's like all they. I think it's like a nostalgia thing. Like they're trying to sell that to us now. I think. Okay, speaking of video games, could is Sonic the Hedgehog the best video game movie? It's up there. Uh, so personally, I'm going to say it is because I've watched the travesty that is the Super Mario Bros. movie with oh Bob Hopkins <laughs> and John Leguizamos. I mean, did you ever watch the Resident Evil movies? Allison, this question oh, isn't bad. for you because I know you they're, can't watch anything say, this scary. Is the, this is the greatest um, video game movie I've ever seen. It's also the only one. But. Allison has a really great taste in movies. I had to drag her to go watch <laughs> a Nobody With Me yesterday, which I think that was your first like big action movie. Maybe yeah. first R-rated movie. I think Not you were, my first R-rated movie. Were you cro- <laughs> Allison, be honest. Were you crossing your fingers for Tom and Jerry yesterday or what? Yes, I love Tom and Jerry. We're like watching the movie and Allison's like, this is not Raya and the Last Dragon. This is some bullshit. <laughs> She's like, this is some bullshit. so much shooting and so much blood. Oh, I like it. It was a good movie though. So that's why you're excited to talk about Sonic the Hedgehog. The yes, b- much more. In which is Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog is like a buddy cop Mm-hmm. Um, road trip movie with um, you got Sonic played by the great Ben Schwartz or voiced by Ben Schwartz. Mm-hmm. Um, you got James Marsden who famous for playing Cyclops and X Men, and he's yeah. from Westworld as Tom, the human character they had to make for this movie, also known as the Donut Lord. I wrote down Donut King, and now I just feel silly. It's all good. <laughs> Not as silly as being twenty three reviewing Sonic the Hedgehog the movie. <laughs> You got Tiki Sumter as Maddie, who, dude, I don't even remember her character, but she was smoking. She was. was You don't get to speak about that, Chase. You have a girlfriend. She was kind of bad, though. Dude, she baddie. When she was doing the yoga scene, I was like, kids movie. (laughs) And then you have Jim Carrey playing Robotnik, also known as Eggman. But, I mean, oh, my God, he played that character like he was in his prime. Oh yeah, it's I felt like I felt like I was watching like '90s Mask Jim Carrey mm-hmm. in this role, which like my favorite quote. I'll get into it when we get it. Is like when he's talking to Tom for the first time, and for some reason in a kids movie they bring up breastfeeding. Yes, <laughs> obviously being a huge Sonic fan um, as a kid, I longed for this. Like I longed for this movie. The older I got, obviously, like I remember reading about this in 2011 when they announced that Paramount was going to make this movie. And, you know, I got older, and this movie came out last year on Valentine's Day. But it was originally supposed to come out in November, like a couple weeks before Thanksgiving, and then they released that original trailer with Sonic's original design. And not only that, but the trailer was set to Gangsta's Paradise, which I don't know why anyone thought that was a good (laughs) idea. In what world do they go like, oh yeah, we're um we had this really shitty Sonic the Hedgehog movie trailer. Uh, what song should we use? Well, the movie's all about Sonic and he wants to have a family and he's getting to you know go around the country Gangsta's with Cyclops, Psych- <laughs> Gangsta's Paradise. Okay, why? Oh, I'll tell you why. 
paradise and like the guy just claps and he goes that's the reason and you know like the paramount execs are like do you want to raise <laughs> i want to see the original cut dude that's what i'm gonna say i want to see the ugly rat cut we got the snyder cut i want the ugly rat sonic cut i can't imagine ben schwartz voice on that well, well, not only that, but, like, the sonic design for that movie is so gross. It's, yeah. like, his his stomach fur is white, and they had to do that to make sense for why they were turning his hands white and not giving him gloves. Mm-hmm. His, I didn't really care about the eyes, but, like, it's just so weird. He looked weird. He and, looked too real. Like, he had, like, they made him... I mean, Sonic's a video game character. He doesn't have to look real. Like, I well, love that and that and that's what they were like. They were trying so hard to make him real. And the Sega execs who were on this movie were like, "You don't have to make yeah. him that real. Just make him like kind of look like how he used to." Mm-hmm. And Sony's like, "No, we got to push for this because this is what's worked in some of those other movies yeah. that kind of copy the same." Formula, like think Smurfs. I bet, oh I God. bet they looked at Smurfs and they're like, "Yes." Blue, cartoon, real people. We can't get Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> Who do we get? And they're like, oh, what about that guy from uh, the X-Men movies? Hugh Jackman? Great. He's huge. <laughs> and he's, no, 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 no. The other guy. Oh, James Marsden. <laughs> what everyone thinks of. Yeah, who even made that Sonic design? I'm a little, I'm concerned. So I like looked into it some last night because I was just so curious after watching it. Who the hell thought this was okay? So a lot of the animators that had to like make this were really against it. They were like, "This shit is awful. I hate this." I think they were held at gunpoint. They, they, <laughs> they're they're, they're like crying. They're like, this. "Please, please don't make me draw Sonic with but, the weird nails." And they have the gun against the head. They're like, "You're gonna do it, props, and you're gonna make him look realistic." Props to them. Props to the animators who like spent all that time like going back and fixing the movie for the fans. Well, you know that they ran a production studio into the ground because yeah. of this movie. Like completely. Banked up this studio, which doesn't make, in my mind, doesn't make sense because business is business. Yeah. But I guess not. I guess in a way, Sonic the Hedgehog destroyed lives, <laughs> <laughs> but not my life because I really enjoyed the movie. It was fun. Oh uh, well, not only that, I this movie is something. Well, did you know about the original like people they wanted for Sonic and Tom? No, so not really. I looked into the original like super concept art and like you know obviously they have to do pitch meetings for these mm-hmm. to get approved. And the original pitch they wanted Chris Pratt to play Tom, and then they wanted Tom Holland to play Sonic. So it's just onward. Yeah, I do I love Chris Pratt though. I mean, how could you not? That mighty fine conservative man. <laughs> Why is it like when any anytime you go on Twitter, they're like, "Yeah, Chris Pratt is great, but like he's a conservative, so that's a big no-no for me." Like he just that. goes to church. Like people get mad that you he goes you can't to go to church. And you can't go to church in twenty twenty one. You can't. It's canceled. He literally like he doesn't say anything. He's just like, "I go to church," and they're like. He like posts a picture. He posts a picture outside. He's like, guys, look at the trees. And they're like, how dare you have a better day than me? How dare you turn down Sonic the Hedgehog the movie? That's why they. That's why it's trying. That's why people are trying to cancel him. It's because they turned down Sonic. That's the why they should cancel. They watched. They watched the movie and they're like, yes, James Marsden, good. Chris Pratt, conservative. <laughs> Before we get into this movie, any like any like first responses you had to when you watched this? Like, was there anything going into your head besides "gotta go fast"? <laughs> um, I 
I just thought that it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I had very low expectations. Oh, my God. I was so happy when it was good. Oh, yeah. Me, too. It was awesome. I mean, like, I'm not saying it's, like, the perfect movie, but I just had a really good time watching it, and I think it accomplished what it needed to. It made me feel things. Oh, like, I didn't expect to, like, long for Sonic to have a family. I was honestly not expecting it to be very good, if I'm going to be honest, because I was never into Sonic as a kid, so I didn't really know what to expect going in, and I honestly thought that they were going to cater it more towards, like, a younger audience, but I genuinely enjoyed how, like, it could be enjoyed by, like, people of all ages, because there was very, like, sophisticated humor at times that, like, adults could pick up on. Yes, the breastfed joke. Yeah, and then it was also, like, very enjoyable for kids as well, so I really liked that. Allison, that was a really good response. Thank you. Uh, Chase, you're not coming back on the show. (laughs) (laughs) So let me read you the uh, movie synopsis. The world needed a hero. We got a hedgehog. Powered with incredible speed, Sonic the Hedgehog, aka, I mean, aka, the blue blur, embraces his new home on Earth. That is, until he accidentally knocks over the power grid and sparks the attention of super uncool evil genius Dr. Robotnik. Now it's super villain versus super Sonic in an all out race against the globe to stop Robotnik from using Sonic's powers for world domination. Sonic teams up with the Donut Lord, aka Sheriff Tom Wachowski, to save the planet in this action packed adventure that's, oh my, fun for the whole family. Reading self with dyslexia is a bitch. <laughs> you did good, you did good. I'm thank, proud of you, bro. Thank you, thank you. I'm glad that, you know, as the host of this podcast, I get to, uh, you know, I get to live my life, I get to read, and I get to spread dyslexia awareness. Because, you know, if you pledge 10 cents a day, we can stop this incurable disease. You eat dimes. If you eat one, If you eat one quarter a day, you too could maybe not have dyslexia. <laughs> The plot to Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, The movie opens up and we see Sonic running away from Robotnik as he shoots him with lasers through town. Sonic does one of those like, well, let me tell you my story. And we get a flashback to Sonic living on his island. He's running super fast. Maybe that's going to play into the story somehow. And Okay, so here's the thing is we meet like his mentor, uh, Longclaw, and you can tell that they didn't go back and change her design no, at all because not. she looks super realistic compared to Sonic. Yeah, it doesn't, like, I think that's one of the parts of the movie, like that opening scene, I love like him running and stuff. I love the little thing with... Well, and, he, and he's running around to like music from Sonic yeah. Mania, which is great. And it looks like the Green Hill Zone as well. So like... You know, it just I mean, how time. could you not love it? But I, I also want to know, they were probably deciding, okay, we got to give Sonic a mentor. So uh, wh- wh- who do you think would mentor a hedgehog? Another older hedgehog? No. An owl. An owl. <laughs> and you know what we should call her? Sherry. No. Let's call her Longclaw. Genius. We're going to win so many awards. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Longclaw for the Oscars. Dr. Longclaw. <laughs> it's at that point that Sonic and Longclaw are attacked by the Echidnas, who did get an animation they up. Did. Well, they probably knew that if this movie was successful, that they were going to bring in Knuckles. So they're yeah. like, okay, we got to at least do something with these. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sonic and Longclaw run away. Longclaw is shot with an arrow. It's at that point that Logclaw sends Sonic through a portal to Earth. Sonic desperately tries to go back through the portal. It closes. Sonic is trapped on Earth. 
Years later, Sonic lives in Green Hill, a, um, I think it's Minnesota town. Sonic is attracted to uh, two people. One is Tom, who is the sheriff, which he calls Donut Lord, and Tom's wife, Maddie, which he calls the pretzel lady because he spies on them. Sonic is very, Sonic is very invasive. Yeah. He is. Can you imagine if you're like, you're just chilling at your house, you're having a nice family dinner, and you look at the window, and it's Sonic, like his lips pressed against it. He's like... <laughs> it's been 10 years. It doesn't even seem like he tries to run away from them. He's just chilling. Like, also, Sonic's playing. supposed to be a teenager, but like, I feel like he's also a kid. But that would also make sense because he's obviously had no guidance yeah. his whole life. It's yeah. like he's a mix between like a mid, like he's in his mid-20s and he's like 10 years old at the same time. Like he's Also, I love how they named the town Green Hill, like after yeah. Green Hill Zone. Mm-hmm. Tom is unsatisfied in his life. He's obviously unsatisfied, kind of, oh my god, I said unsatisfied twice. I'm... Fun fact. He's unsatisfied. <laughs> if you didn't get that, he's unsatisfied with his life. This time, this time for sure I'm going to get it. Tom is unsatisfied with his life living in Green Hill. He's a cop, but he doesn't even feel like a cop. There's mm-hmm. nothing really going on. He's not protecting anyone. He's just kind of doing the bare minimum, which leads to him getting a letter from San Francisco saying that he's been accepted to their police force. Sonic has no idea this is going on. I guess this is the one time he chose not to spy on the family. Sonic's also living in that, like, little cave area which like decked out which so sonic either got that stuff from a dumpster or he dead ass stole that stuff i think he stole it sonic's like i don't have any perception of theft because i don't have a mentor anymore after watching a youth baseball game sonic begins to play but he also begins to realize that he is forever alone (laughs) and so so he just decides to run in that little circle to like you know, get some anger out and creates that super strong electromagnetic pulse, which leads to a power outage. And he's just like, oh no, I guess I mess up. Across the entire Pacific Northwest. Yeah, because they get they get the attention of the United States Department of Defense. And they're in that circle and they're like, we have no idea what's going on. Like, maybe we should take care of it. And then that one douchebag, he's like, no, you know what? I got a guy. He's a little weird. But it's Dr. Robotnik. And you can tell, like, everyone's against it. Yeah. But then they just agree to do it. They're yeah. like, they're like, so they're like, haha, shits and giggles, let's just yeah. do it. Dr. Robotnik, played by Jim Carrey, arrives on the scene, starts investigating. Sonic gets wind of this and knows he needs to leave. He grabs his portal rings and he decides that he's going to go live on the mushroom planet. Somewhere I hope to never live in my life. I'd rather live in New Jersey. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> That's college. That's really funny. Think of, <laughs> I'm leaving. What can I say? College improv for you. They're getting on to him. Sonic decides that he needs to hide out, so he decides to go to Tom's house. Tom's wife has already left for San Francisco. It's just him. He hears noises coming from his garage. He thinks it's a raccoon, so he goes in with a um. Yeah, yeah, goes in with a tranquilizer gun. He gets in there and he's like, freeze. He comes face to face with Sonic, which. I feel like that was a very genuine reaction to a giant blue rat in your garage. (laughs) So he just shoots him, like, point blank in the knee. Like, what precise aiming? Because I would have gone straight for the head. Sonic awakes in the house. They have a conversation. He's like, what are you? And he goes, I'm Sonic the Hedgehog. And I might have shit on your floor. (laughs) That didn't happen. But what if? What if Sonic just shit on the floor? What if Sonic just pooped on the floor? Game changer. Game changer. But as he gets shot, Sonic actually drops his rings onto the Trans-American Pyramid (laughs) in San Francisco. He sees San Francisco and the bag goes through and he's like, oh no, my my rings. 
I have to I say, can... I was genuinely shocked when that happened. I don't know why I was so shocked. Like, I knew it was coming, but when he dropped the rings into the portal and it closed, I, like, literally, like, gasped. I was like, oh, no. Oh, me too. You were like, whoa, could this be the end for <laughs> Sonic? Tune in. I was like... How is there going to be an adventure? He's got these freaking rings. And then how are they going to get rid of the rings? Yeah, I thought the rings were going to be the adventure. Well, maybe the adventure was inside him all along. <laughs> Aww! <laughs> the friends we made along the way. So Sonic guilt trips Tom into helping him because obviously it's a clearly not Sonic's fault. And I'm yeah. kidding. Sonic should have probably just not. Sonic should have just gone through the portal in the first place. Yeah. He's like, oh no, I'm screwed. Mushroom. <laughs> Uh, Robotnik shows up at Tom's house, uh, tries to get inside because he's, uh, I guess they're tracking Sonic somehow. Yeah. I, I know the bots are like somewhat following him, like scanning him, which they, they find that footprint. Oh, they Green do. Hills, yes. And he's like, they follow them out to the house. Well, and then like the interaction between Tom and Robotnik, I think is one of my favorite things. Mm-hmm. Like when he's talking to Tom and he's like, I was reading before you were bottle fed. And Tom goes, well, I was breastfed and jim this is when jim carrey sparks in he's just like oh rub that in my orphan face i watched that and i think i remember what so i went and saw this movie on valentine's day with my friend cj who was definitely supposed to be spending it with his girlfriend (laughs) (laughs) but i guess decided to go see this movie with me and i laughed so hard and i felt so bad we were in that big like 3d like the big D room, the big, in, D. the big D rooms in AMC, and like I'm cracking up because of a booby joke, and these kids are just like sitting there. They're like, "Dude, can you shut up? Sonic's coming." Dude, dude. Yeah, Everybody I don't think anybody could have delivered that joke as well as Jim Carrey. Like everything Jim Carrey does, it's just a different level. No, no, no. I don't agree. I think someone else could have played uh, Doctor Robotnik. Who? Danny DeVito. (laughs) Danny DeVito as Eggman. He's like, oh, rub that in my orphan face. I I just started blasting him. I'm blasting. (laughs) I'm blasting. Not to get sidetracked, but gosh, what a great actor Danny DeVito is. Danny DeVito's so good. He's kind of one of those, he's like Steve Buscemi in the fact that he's ugly, so he doesn't get the roles that he deserves. How dare you call Danny DeVito ugly? He's ugly in a good way. Like us? (laughs) Oh, like Steve Buscemi. <laughs> like, oh, are we Steve Buscemi? I'm is Steve Buscemi. is Jake's review corner the Steve Buscemi of podcasting? <laughs> I love Danny DeVito. <laughs> you know what movie he's in that I just absolutely hate? What? Matilda. You don't like Matilda? I, it's not that I don't like Matilda. It's just ABC Family played that movie so often when I was a kid that it would be like, dude, seriously. It's always on. Dude, I just wanted to watch Digimon. But instead... Matilda's on! Why? Why is this the Matilda Marathon? I watch the movie every day. It's a good one. Well, I bet you're just a big grassroots fan, so at the end of the movie when they're playing that song... That's not true. It's just a good movie. I bet. Okay, so regarding the fact that they didn't cast the perfect man, Danny DeVito, in the role as Dr. Robotnik... Robotnik threatens Tom's life, and that's when Sonic shows himself. Tom, with the right hook of justice to Jim Carrey's face, right hooks him in the face. He's like, this is for son of a mask, you asshole. (laughs) Sonic and Tom flee. Robotnik is knocked out. Robotnik's assistant has also found that Sonic hair Mm -hmm. right then and there. So Sonic and Tom begin their long car ride. That's when Tom pulls over and he's like, you know what? I helped you. This is where my involvement stops. He's like, just go go west. And it's at that point, Sonic doesn't know anything about north, east, south, or west. I mean, me neither. I mean, the kid has no yeah. mentor. 
He's not very smart. All he knows is run fast. <laughs> All he knows is gotta go fast. And my mother figure probably died by echidnas saving my ass. <laughs> yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog is actually a very dark movie. I'd say this movie is darker than the Harry Potter franchise. You're kidding me. You haven't seen any we Harry Potter. We went over po- this. We were, we were going to watch them at one point, but we just never did. I don't believe that. So, Tom reluctantly agrees to assist Sonic on his venture to San Francisco. They stop at a bar, but Sonic, not listening to Tom, because, you know, he's just a radical dude that has to break the rules, goes into the bar. It's at that point that Tom learns that Sonic has really just been alone his whole life. They have a bucket list. Tom decides to help out, so they get into some little fun hijinks in the bar. But they... Beating the shit out of everyone. <laughs> no, that hasn't happened oh, yet. No. You can't jump forward on the podcast. <laughs> oh my god! We're losing, we're losing listeners! How am I ever going to be the third best Steve Buscemi movie podcast at this rate? You're ruining this for me, Chase! So they're going through the bucket list. It's at that point that Sonic and Tom get into that little tussle with the uh, bikers. And we get the first, like, Sonic Quicksilver scene. Sonic moves really fast, everything. Like, I watched that, and I was like, oh, cool. So these guys also watched X-Men Days of Future Past. They took that straight from it, and I loved it. They they were like, would it be too obvious that we're ripping off um, Quicksilver by doing... uh, Dreams are made of this. <laughs> but, like, how could they not do it? Honestly, like, it's the perfect opportunity. It's to. Sonic the Hedgehog. I mean, he's, I mean, I think it was pretty obvious we were going to get one of these scenes. The, the time sequence is, like, whenever he, like, slows down time because he moves so quick. If they had seen insane. the Snyder cut and went with the Flash interpretation, this could have been a very <laughs> different <laughs> scene. After beating up a bunch of bikers in a bar at supersonic speed, Tom and Sonic retire to a very quiet hotel room and get very close with their emotions. (laughs) Sonic once again just opens up about how grateful he is to finally have made a real friend. He doesn't say it, but Tom does find that on his bucket list that it says make a real friend. And you see that very like, you see that very Cyclops smile. He's like, I had a friend once. Her name was Jean Grey and it was in a different (laughs) movie franchise. Have you seen Days of Future Past? And um, so Sonic is passed out, but Tom looks in the news has reported him as a terrorist. I thought that was so funny for a children's movie. I was not expecting that he was just going to be an international terrorist. <laughs> well, I looked at that and I was like, wow, you know, play it up, baby. They're like, not an, they were like, no, he's not an accessory to a crime. They're like, they're giving him the hard T, yeah, like yeah. terrorist. Like Sonic is his weapon almost. <laughs> Botnik starts tracking Sonic. Oh my gosh. Well, and so he starts tracking Sonic and poor Robotnik's assistant. I don't know what this guy's name is, but Agent like Stone. Agent I, Stone, dude, he choked, he like throat chops him for no reason. He's like, left yourself open. Their dynamic so is my favorite in the movie. Like I will stand by that. I love the dynamic between the dynamic Dr. Robotnik and Agent Stone. The dynamic of the character that's not in it for more than ten minutes. No, I'm so I serious. Needed more of the- well, he reminds me of so from the animated TV show in the comics, Robotnik had an assistant named Snively. And Snively's whole bit was, he was like, he hated Robotnik, but he also wanted to be Robotnik. Mm-hmm. I don't get that feeling with Agent Stone. I think Agent Stone is just, like, a very, like, charismatic, like, this is my boss. Yeah. And he, like, wants to be Robotnik's friend, but Robotnik's just, like, too bad. What if the end of the movie would have been, like, Agent Stone just walking up, and he's like, you don't have to do this, buddy. <laughs> and Dr. Robotnik's like, all I've ever wanted is a friend. And Sonic's like, all I ever wanted was a friend. And Robotnik gets close, and he's like, Yeah. 
and Sonic gets closer, and he's like, yeah. And then they kiss. <laughs> they kiss. <laughs> That's the end of the movie. And Sonic 2 is just their, like, love triangle. They <laughs> they're, like, holding, they're, like, holding three hands. They're like, isn't it great that, like, we just have a relationship with an anthropomorphic hedgehog? And Sonic's like, gotta go fast, Doc. Gotta go fast. And, the, um, so, flashing forward a little bit, we get the truck attack where Tom's driving the car and that's when him and Sonic are talking. Tom admits to Sonic that he's always wanted to be a real police officer and he's leaving Green Hills to go from San Francisco and Sonic is pissed. He's he like, is. he's like, how could you leave? Like, the people need you. If I was Tom, I would have been like, whoa, buddy, we have been friends 24 hours did you see my life in Green Hill? Did you see how sad I am? Yeah, I have the hottest wife. Yeah, I'm the only woman that lives in Green <laughs> Hill. Hey, Tom could have gotten any of those ducks at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I won't blame Sonic for getting mad. Like, that's his first friend. It's his only friend. Besides his mother figure that he killed by being that a little dick. <laughs> Long Claw was literally like, Sonic, I have one rule. You know, just don't go aside and run fast. And Sonic's like, la, 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 la. Time to die. <laughs> Gotta go die! <laughs> Gotta go die. Robotnik starts attacking them in the truck. Sonic is accidentally thrusted, and that's when he activates his, like, Super Saiyan ball mode. <laughs> Have you noticed, like, he, like... This is something I really like, is, you know, when he gets into that, like, very, like, lightning mode, his eyes go blue. Yeah. But he can't control it, and he mm-hmm. turns into that ball, and he knocks over the truck, and you're like, oh, cool, he took it out. Wrong! Now we got another bot coming from that one, like a little bot coming out here. Sonic destroys that car bot. Boom! Oh no, we got another little robot coming at him. Uh, Luckily for Tom, Sonic has decided to drive and Tom can get to hit him with a bat. And they make fun of the Fast and Furious franchise for a second. Mm -hmm. Sonic's driving the car. He's like, oh my god, this is just like Fast and Furious. It's all about family, Tom. And then, finally, we get the flying bot, which, I like, when I was watching this the first time in theaters, I didn't understand, but I guess it's kind of like when you're fighting that boss in the Sonic games, like, the final mm-hmm. level, and he keeps, like, he's shrinking down, but it's yeah. getting more deadly. And so the flying bot comes at him, com- like, tears the complete top off the truck. Yeah. They have to pull over. Sonic beats it, but it turns out to be a bomb. He's like running around with the sticky grenade. He's like, oh, oh, what do I do? What do I do? And Tom's like, dude, don't worry. Takes it, throws it, but it's still on his hand, but he wrapped it with a handkerchief. Sonic can take off his shoes and socks. We learned this later in the movie. Why the hell can he not take off his glove? (laughs) <laughs> they, <laughs> Why did he not take it wait, off and throw it? Well, because in the original, in the original version, he didn't have gloves. Yeah, he he have had gloves. those white like hands. Which, by the way, Paramount. Why? <laughs> Why can't he just have raggedy gloves? Also, I haven't talked about his shoes for the movie. Are like these worn out like. Well, they're not even the same shoes. Which I'm glad that they didn't give him like nice shoes right off yeah. the bat. God, guys, like what? We couldn't, we couldn't have anything better for this poor dude. He's grown up alone his whole life, and he has to have the world's shittiest sneakers. Makes sense. He deserves it. <laughs> so uh, Sonic is knocked out by the bomb. Robotnik is super upset that all his robots just got destroyed. His assistant is trying to cheer him up, and that's when Robotnik finds the Sonic hair on his assistant. But also, like, I love this scene where the assistant already knows he's just in trouble. And he goes, do you want me to pin myself up against the wall? <laughs> and so he takes his own hand and thrusts it on the back wall. Which, why? Why did he seem so prepared for that? He was ready. What is this assistant doing alone? He's like, pin <laughs> me up against the wall, Robotnik. <laughs> you know, 
there might be like a little bit more of a work relationship between <laughs> maybe he wants the work relationship who knows tom arrives at maddie's sister's house which they're freaking out because tom's a wanted terrorist <laughs> Tom's sister's like, get him out of the house. Tom's uh, sister, or Maddie's sister hates Tom anyway. Yeah, it's Maddie's sister. That's when it's revealed to Maddie that Sonic is in Tom's hand underneath that blanket. Um, Robotnik starts to design his robots to that fun little dance scene. Once again, Robotnik's assistant's like, hey, I brought you a coffee. And he's, he's like, do you want it? And he's like, of course I want the coffee. I love how you make them. That's my favorite scene of the whole movie. And then we learn that Sonic's quills or hairs have like unlimited power yeah which interesting very interesting interesting because i always thought power came from the heart <laughs> comes from the quills what do you think what do you think like my hair power is like super prone to dandruff <laughs> head and shoulder sponsor instead of olive garden <laughs> do you think olive garden like sponsored this movie in a little way you think there was a bidding war to which gift card they gave tom at the end of the movie I think that Olive Garden sponsored them, so that the, I think Olive Garden paid off the debt from reanimating the movie. <laughs> Dude, they were probably like, Hardee's won't sponsor, <laughs> sponsor us. We need another like place people haven't been when to since 2009. <laughs> so Maddie and Tom start trying to wake up Sonic. They use the uh, smelling salts, which finally bring him out. Which, man, if only they had smelling salts for more coma patients. <laughs> <laughs> They take off Sonic's dirty-ass shoes. Um, That's when Maddie's niece, JoJo, goes and gives Sonic, I guess, her shoes or her mom's shoes. But they happen to be the exact Sonic shoes from the game. Which, did you notice in the original Sonic trailer, like, when he had his really, like, weird rat Mm -hmm. design, he didn't get those shoes. He got, like, the Puma. Like, these were still Puma shoes. Like, Puma released these shoes afterwards. But it was, like, those weird, like, just red and white, coincidentally, yeah. Puma shoes. I don't know. I didn't like that. I didn't, I didn't like. Either. I didn't like that at all. I was really glad they went with the normal shoes. It's canon now that Sonic wears Pumas. And it's at that moment that Tom and Maddie have to get Sonic to the pyramid before Tom's arrested for being an international terrorist and Robotnik, I don't know, makes better robots. Allison, you've been pretty quiet during the podcast. How do you feel about Robotnik? Is he that sexy, like, villain you no. can see yourself on? You don't think Jim Carrey's great? I think Jim Carrey is great. I think he's an incredible actor. I genuinely think that every role he does, he puts his all into, but... What about yeah. that mustache he's wearing? Sonic, Maddie, and Tom all arrive at the Pyramid, and Sonic does his super-fast recon to take a look, and he goes, Oh, I can't get in. They don't have it. There has to be a key to get into that level. Sonic, you can run at supersonic speed. Why don't you just run up and go grab it? <laughs> I watched that and I was like, wait a minute. Key? What? It's, it's outside. And you can run really fast. We've obviously... So can we run up buildings? I he could have run to steal the card. That's what that's I thought true. he was going to do. I thought he was going to run and steal the card from the desk. Because that's what would have made sense that makes to me. Sense. Why wouldn't... Why wouldn't he... Sonic's like... Sonic has learned his lesson about grand theft during this movie. He's like, oh, you know what? Really. I can't do it. I can't steal. Also, Tom's all over the news as like an international terrorist and he shows his identification. He's like, yeah, I'm a cop. I'm like, his face is all Dude, over when the Dude, when they go into the hotel, he... This is a kid movie and he walks in and he goes, yeah, you got a jumper. <laughs> yeah. You got a jumper. And I was just like, wow. Very interesting yeah. approach. I would have maybe gone, hmm, another way, yeah. but you know what? Not, not my movie. 
and they stuffed Sonic in that bag. Why didn't Maddie just, like, pretend he was a stuffed animal or something? It was so messed up. I'm like, yeah, this is our child. <laughs> no, they said it wasn't our kid. Oh, yeah, like, oh like, no, it's, it's not our kid. kid. And that's why everyone's freaking out. So they get to the top of the pyramid. Sonic gets his ring back, and he begins to say goodbye to Tom and Maddie. Mostly Tom, because it's very clear that Sonic doesn't really know Maddie other than Pretzel Lady. But who shows up? The man of the hour. Danny DeVito. <laughs> no. Robotnik shows up. He's now in a more classic red costume. Uh, there's some banter back and forth between Sonic, Tom, and Eggman. Uh, Robotnik announces that his new robots will be the end of Sonic, and he's going to capture him and dissect him. Sonic does the only thing you can rationally do in that situation when you have super speed, which is not speed his friends down and get them to a safe area. He just pushes them off, and Robotnik goes, yeah, I did not expect that to see that coming, but I didn't expect to be expected, so expect. I don't know. I watched that scene, and I was like, you know, I understand Sonic is a teenager, but even me at age 16, I feel like I could have came up with a very different solution. Yeah. Because, like, he's smart. Like, he knows how... He gets out of that situation, but throwing them off of the building. <laughs> well, and then we get our next, like, Sonic music Quicksilver scene. He's running fast. But um, because Robotnik has gotten that quill, he can power up all his bots to run at supersonic speed. Sonic's very, like, slowly moving down the... Well, this is why I say he could have definitely ran up it, because he's almost walking down yeah. the side. Putting on these, like, bombs. Yeah, he's, like, very casually, like you know, going down that pyramid building. And as soon as Robotnik powers up, you know, oh my gosh, shoot Sonic, he's falling down. Good thing Sonic grabbed that ring because the movie would have ended a lot darker if Tom and Maddie just hit the, <laughs> like, hit the ground. <laughs> Sonic sends them back to Green Hill. But, it, like, Sonic, like, kind of gets, like, a couple steps in on the ground, but he hits the ground so hard. Like, he's fine. I think Sonic... Sonic definitely has some nice, like, healing factor, like, a little speed, but, like, I'm sorry. That hedgehog should have been smushed. It's at that moment that Sonic starts his all, you want to go fast? Let's go fast. And he speeds off, and they begin chasing through the countries. I like the score in this movie. I think it would have been so much more fun if they used, like, one of the more, like, radiant chase songs yeah. from the Sonic games. Like, did you did you ever play, like, Sonic Adventure 2? Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, imagine if they played that soundtrack from that game when it's, like, Sonic, like, racing Shadow that through the jungle. That so fun to watch. Okay, I'm going to pull up that score real quick. I'm just saying, if that would have played when they were chasing, that would have amplified the thing for me. Mm-hmm. So they start racing through the countries, uh, they go through Paris, uh, China, um, they go through Egypt, and finally Sonic tries to escape and gets shot at, and, and they end up back in Green Hill Zone. It finally looks like Robotnik is going to end Sonic, but out of nowhere, Tom comes with a ring portal, gets on top, and once again, right hook of justice to him. Tom gets off, gets thrown off. It kind of seems like they're both toast, but then the townspeople come to defend Sonic. They're like, you're not hurting our little green guy. And then the crazy guy shows up with a chainsaw. Crazy Carl. Crazy Carl should not... Crazy Carl Carl belongs in a home. And I'm very, very upset with the townspeople for not helping this very... They just let him roam free. They're like, yeah, that's uh, Crazy Carl. He's a little, you know... It's a little crazy. Like, tourists are like, what? <laughs> but he was right about Sonic. Everybody thought he was crazy. Oh, he my God. The beginning, the, mo- the beginning of the movie when he has the Sonic sign. He has the Sonic drawing. Man, Sonic fans are interesting people. They are. 
Robotnik starts his whole speech. He's like, why are you trying to defend him so hard? Like, he's just a hedgehog. And Tom goes, he's my friend. Which, I guess, for some reason, that activates Sonic to wake up from his new coma. Only one of the three he's been in this movie. And he he goes into Super Saiyan lightning mode. Which, I guess, allows him to steal his speed back from the robots that are powering him. He begins to fight Robotnik. He does this really fun, like... Bouncing off the walls in the ball, which I think is a, uh, you know, it's a reference to the games when yeah. he does it and, like, Sonic pinball and all that. Tom throws a ring. Sonic speed balls him into the portal. Robotnik is sent to the mushroom planet. And it seems like everything is finally worked out. I like how the cops were just like, you know what? Everyone go home. Nothing to see. Nothing and, like, see none of the townspeople want to even, like, go talk to Sonic, which I thought was weird. Because if I was there, I would have been like, are we not going to address the the... The blue alien, which I thought it was weird. They call him an alien the whole movie. Mm -hmm. Like, they're like, yeah, he's an alien. I was like, is there? They're like, did we ever establish that he was an alien? Did we ever like, because all they ever say is he's from a different world, which I, yeah, not a different planet, just like a different world, which I thought, I I just thought it was interesting. They're like, yeah, alien. That makes sense. Even Sonic went along with it. He's like, yeah, I'm an alien. I but none of the other people have been told that. They're just like, ah, it's an alien. Well, it reminds me a lot of, like, did you ever hear about how Michael um, Bay wanted to do a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle reboot? No. Oh, my gosh. Well, he wanted to do a reboot, but they were all going to be aliens. They were going to be alien Ninja Turtles oh. and not Teenage Mutant. This is alien. They were just going to be called Ninja Turtles. And I think about that a lot. I'm like, that's not even, that's not even a movie. Michael Bay was like, yeah, I made Transformers, so uh, this would be pretty easy to ruin another 80s uh, (laughs) legacy. I think they made Sonic an alien just to describe how, like, he's a hedgehog. He does not look like a hedgehog. He's a hedgehog in that world. After feeding Dr. Robotnik, Tom decides that he now wants to stay in Green Hill. Maddie's... I don't... Did Maddie really over... I think she just smiled and she was like, okay. But I I thought, you know, like, I think that's great that he had that little character development that he's like, you know what? I did save a life. So I think I've... I think I've marked that off my list. But I was like, Tom, buddy, you got influenced by a kid you met yesterday to say... (laughs) You said you didn't like this town. Is that gonna... Is that gonna stay? This whole movie takes place over two days and he just, like, completely changed the trajectory of his life. Yeah. I don't know. Couldn't be me. In the next scene, we see that it's maybe been... uh, The town is kind of rebuilding itself. They're playing that very nice, like, Sonic the Hedgehog Green Hill Zone in, like, a lower key type deal. The government casually drops by to talk to Tom and Maddie. They're like, thank you for your silence. We have a gift. Gives them the Olive Garden gift card. Like the third Olive Garden reference in this movie. <laughs> what, what? It was $50, and the, the general yeah. was like, yeah, like the never-ending possible. It's never-ending. And then Tom's like, I really need to get that never-ending possible. <laughs> wink, wink. It's revealed that Sonic is now um, living with them. I, I guess living quotation marks. He's just hanging out with them a bunch. Mm-hmm. But then it turns out that Sonic is going to live with them. Maddie and Tom have gotten everything from his cave and they've built him a bed. And of course, Sonic gets a race car bed. Dude, when he's really happy, I get it, I get it. He starts flossing. And then I was like, I like got up in the movie theater. I was like, this is it. This is where I draw the line with this movie. How How dare they? How dare they make this very iconic character do the floss? 
Sonic gets what he's always wanted, though. He always, he got that family that he yeah. talked about in the beginning of the movie, and it finally seems like he's willing to forgive himself for the fact that he definitely killed his mother figure. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> we get uh, two end credit scenes. The first one reveals that Eggman is still alive on the Mushroom Planet. He's now completely bald and has the giant mustache like the Gaines. He has a little bit of a stomach. He has a rock that he's calling Agent Stone. <laughs> Which proves that he liked Agent Stone all along. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's he liked him. I think he just needed that person I to. Loved Agent He's going Stone. crazy. Yeah. You want you want the Agent next Stone Sonic movie to just be about Agent Stone? I would love just a movie with them. And in the second end credit scene, we see Tails show up and that he's been looking for Sonic. Fun fact: like the Tails actor, the person that voiced Tails is the actual person who plays Tails in the video games. Oh, that's but I bet that's not going to be the way for the second movie. Oh, probably not. I bet you anything they get like they get like a young person to voice him, like Finn Wolfhard or freaking that. I bet they get anyone from the cast of Stranger Things. They like they get them in a circle. They're like, who wants to voice Tails from Sonic the Hedgehog? <laughs> they flip a coin. And that is Sonic the Hedgehog the movie. What were you guys' thoughts on that? I know we had talked about it at the beginning. Like, did you like it a lot? Was it very reminiscent of every other movie where they bring a cartoon character to life and they have to go learn a big life lesson with a live-action superstar that isn't Neil Patrick Harris? I mean, I thought it was fun. I mean, really, like, it was just such a fun time to watch. And I... It wasn't one of those family movies that, like, only works for the kids. Like, I had a great time watching this. And... I, I mean, there's not really much else for me to say about it. It is one of my favorite video game movies. Probably the best one. So here, here's my question. Can you name a good, like, can you name another video game movie you've really enjoyed? I like uh, the shitty Mortal Kombat movies. Okay, but, wait, you know what? I just forgot about that one. And especially the new Mortal Kombat movies about to come out. I'm excited for that. I, I saw that trailer yesterday, and I was like, wow, this actually doesn't look terrible. It doesn't. What about you, Allison? What, did you, what were your big thoughts on this movie? I really, really enjoyed it, and, like, after watching it, I almost wish that I was a Sonic the Hedgehog fan growing up, just so that I could, like, fully appreciate the movie as a whole and, like, understand the little references like you guys are able to, because I genuinely enjoyed the movie. So, did you grow up knowing who Sonic was, or you just didn't really care? I knew who Sonic was, just, like, I knew, like, basic things about Pokemon, like, every other kid, but I never, like, got into it. I can't name any other character from Sonic the Hedgehog. I can name, I think I can name the most of the characters right now. Go for it. So count down 10 seconds. I'm going to try and name. Here, you guys can count down 10 seconds whenever you're ready. I'll try to name as many Sonic characters as I can. Whenever you guys are ready. Wait, I'll count how many okay. you can name. You count down. Okay. 10. Oh, wait. I know where you're starting. All right. You got to okay. do... <laughs> Three, two, one. Okay. okay. Okay, fine. Three, two, one. Ten. Sonic, Tails, Nine. Knuckles, Amy, Eight. Shadow, Big, Seven. Cream, Cheese, Six. Rouge, uh, Espio, Charmy, Vector, Dr. Edman, Metal Sonic, um, oh Nine. my gosh, dang it. How I, many? Got I got 14. I got 14. <laughs> and you know what? There's like 20 other characters part of that franchise. <laughs> I like how every time they come up with a new game, they're like, oh man, should we use like returning characters? They're like, no, wait, what if we make another, <laughs> what if we make another angsty hedgehog, but he's trunks. From Dragon Ball Z, and we just call him Silver. <laughs> that was something I was really scared about when they announced Sonic the Hedgehog the movie. I was like, oh god, please don't make a movie with 500 of Sonic's yeah. best friends. I don't want to see, like, all of them in the second one, too, because, like, that's confirmed now. And... Well, I think 
in the sequel, it's probably going to be Sonic and Tails, and I yeah. bet they might introduce Knuckles. Which, probably. Have you heard the rumors about who they think is going to voice Knuckles? No, I haven't. There's a big rumor going around that The Rock is going to voice Knuckles. I love The Rock. Because he, he posted a picture of Sonic on his Instagram, and that's what they're speculating. Because he did that with um, Black Adam, and now he's playing yeah. Black Adam. I think that would be a really like that would be a really fun person to voice. I do Knuckles. Too. Also, Ben Schwartz as Sonic. He's amazing. He was great. I was super skeptical because for me, uh, the guy who voiced Sonic the best was Jason Griffith, who voiced him from like 2000. Um, I think ever since he was on Sonic X. To I think Sonic Colors was his last game, or maybe it was the game before Sonic Colors. But Ben Schwartz, in my opinion, was great. I thought he was yeah. a great Sonic. He felt very like two thousand esque as Sonic. Yeah. Like you didn't feel like it was this older man voice in it. You felt like it was a younger guy. Mm-hmm. And I think it fits perfectly with like the Sonic that they wrote for this movie. A very like yeah, a teenager, but also like very kid at heart mm-hmm. Sonic. Yeah. Do you wanna know, do you you know who do you know who originally voiced Sonic, like the first voice actor? No, I don't Jaleel White. Do you know who really? that is? No. It's Steve Urkel. Holy crap. Yeah, man. For That's the crazy. for the first three Sonic the Animated series, he was the voice of him. That's insane. I think that's like such a weird fun I know I think he tried to like audition to play Sonic in this movie. Which made me want to restart his career because I don't that, think he has done anything. He did like Dancing with the Stars or something. I feel really bad for like actors who can't get a break after they've played like such an iconic role. Yeah. I mean, it's hard for people to get out of that. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I think Danny DeVito should have been. <laughs> Danny DeVito should have been Sonic. Well, here, so here's my thing. I think Jim Carrey was great. I think he was actually the perfect person to play Eggman. Like, do you think anyone else besides Danny DeVito could have been him, though? I don't know. It kind of comes down to, like, I was having a conversation with a friend a couple of days. We were watching the new Aladdin movie, mm-hmm. and Will Smith was the genie. And I was like, I don't... It's not that I dislike that movie. I don't dislike Will Smith. I was just like, I feel like it's so hard to take a character like the genie and replace him with, you know, it's Robin Williams. It's the man of a thousand impressions. And you get Will Smith, who's great. Mm-hmm. And I love Will Smith. He's super funny. I mean, come on, Shark t- <laughs> Shark Tales. <laughs> but I just didn't feel like he did the role. And my friend was like, yeah, well, who else could you imagine could have been the genie? And I'm like, okay, you got me there. I think this just popped into my head. Jake Gyllenhaal as Dr. Robotnik. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he's so playing fun. like he's playing. I could see that too because he played Mysterio yeah. so well. But I think, when I think of Dr. Eggman, I think like iconic but i also think gross and that's why i like i just keep thinking of danny devito danny devito Devito with a super long mustache super short and he's already you know he's already the size of an egg he's already dr eggman (laughs) so you don't have to have that i'm excited to see like if dr eggman is in the second one like how they what they do i i I bet they'll bring him back for the sequel you know they originally with this movie they wanted a different villain for this movie they were originally coming up with their own movie villain and i that would have taken a different toll for me yeah also can we acknowledge the fact that like twitter bullying led this company to redesign sonic's image but like they didn't change the script or anything and you can clearly tell that from the fact that sonic like had that thing on the on his glove and he never thought oh I'll just take off the glove and I'll throw it. Yeah. So this is obviously the same script they were going to use and the script was great. And you know, I love the movie. I think it's fun. 
Could this movie have been as successful as it was if they kept the original design, though, do you think? No. I think it would have been maybe just as successful, but for different reasons. It would have been successful like the Cats movie was, where everyone hated it so much that they had to go and see it. Yeah, I just don't... I don't think it would have been a really good movie if they kept the original design. And it just makes me think. I was like, God, if that was Sonic's original design, what was Tails going to look like? Oh, my God. Say some thoughts, Allison. Um, I don't think that it would have been as successful just because, like, when I was watching the movie, like, Sonic was genuinely, like, appealing to look at and, like, I enjoyed watching it. If it would have been the original design, like, I would have not wanted to even look at it. Well, and what's great is they they changed just enough for it to be, Mm -hmm. you know, they changed the color of his arms from that kind of, like, Caucasian to blue and they changed... You know, they got rid of his, like, one-eye thing going on. He split them into two. Yeah. But they had that fun little, like, on the edge of his, like, nose, there's, like, a little white right there. Yeah. So it kind of pays homage to how Sonic in the video games just has one giant eyeball. Like a split. Like a split thing going on. But, yeah, overall, Sonic the Hedgehog, super fun movie. Pays homage to the video games in the perfect way. And the plot, while it's maybe not the best choice you know, for these movies to go down because it's just been overdone where it happens like a cartoon character meets someone in the real life and they have to rely on that person to help them. It worked out great here. I mean, I I don't think this movie's a 10 out of 10 movie. I don't think it was trying to be a 10 out of 10 movie, but it's a fun kids movie. And I mean, I'll give it, you know, it's an eight out of 10 for me, but I like, especially as a hardcore Sonic the Hedgehog fan growing up, this was a great movie. Yeah, I, I think, like, I'll give it an 8 out of 10, too. It's just fun. Like, I could watch it again and just have a good time. Because I'm not watching this, like, trying to deconstruct some, like, crazy movie. You're fun. watching it and you're like, yes, yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog is good, but it has flaws. It has flaws. This yeah. is no Citizen Kane. It's definitely not, like, one of the movies that you're going to go into it, like, expecting, like, a ton to, like, get from it. But I would definitely watch it again and I would enjoy it again. I'm excited for the sequel. I think the sequel is going to be really good. I'll probably also watch the sequel now. I might look up more about Sonic. Do you think? Do you think you're gonna go home and like want to play the Sonic the Hedgehog game? I'm not. No. You're not. You don't want to go home and watch Sonic the Hedgehog, the animated series starring Julia White. I might actually. If you recommend it, I'll watch it. Uh, I mean, it does have the icon- the iconic theme song that goes "Blue Streak Speeds by Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog." Hedgehog. Uh. Well, guys, that was Jake's Review Corner's review of Sonic the Hedgehog. Thanks for tuning in. One day we might be the third best movie podcast, (laughs) but as of today, we're still at the bottom. Make sure to go like and follow our Instagram page for updates. And, uh, guys, thanks once again for coming on the show. Any final thoughts you want to say? Any last-minute remarks? Gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. Gotta go pee. This has been a very long (laughs) podcast. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in, guys. Hey guys, once again, I want to thank Allison and Chase for coming on the show today. Make sure to go check out Chase's podcast, Average Films for Average Joes, and make sure to check out our Instagram for all the updates on the next episode of Jake's Review Corner.